Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sports Biz, Sports Media. Believe pot clips uh, around the world. You can uh, email us at sportsfredadayo.com, sportsfredadayo.com. Of course, joined by Art Source, former Ram and uh, uh, USC Trojan kicker a long, long time ago because he is 125 years of age. Now, you've seen and heard a lot of baseball in your life, uh, Art Source. On Wednesday night, Dodgers are up 4 nothing. Padres score a run. Dodgers uh, score another run. So it's 5-1. to one. So the Dodgers are up by four runs. The Padres then score eight consecutive runs, and they're up 9-5. to five, And the Dodgers score six to win 11-9. How often in baseball have you seen something like that? I'll tell you what. It was really exciting for the Dodgers, though, for two reasons. Number one, you know, it doesn't look like Seager's too, too hurt after he uh, face-plant Parmesan into the center field fence. You, you, mean, lu- two, you, you, mean, you mean Lux? Yeah, Gavin Lux. I said Seager, my mistake. Uh, but the other thing was, Bellinger back in the lineup hitting a big, big home run. I mean, let's face it, Fred. In the history of the wild card, there's never going to be a better team than the Los Angeles Dodgers in a one-game playoff. But Scherzer, again, for I think the third straight time, did not look solid, did not look uh, overpowering. And up against Wainwright, if there's... Uh, if they have to face yeah. the Cardinals, but isn't it going to be like all the all the great you know the old axioms? All hands on deck. There is no tomorrow. I mean, basically, you get everybody ready to go in that situation. I mean, you got four great pitchers. I say, hey, you know, if you got to use all twenty six guys on the roster, you use them in that situation. So, okay, who do you think wins at the end of the season? Do you think uh, they catch the Giants and face the Giants in a one-game playoff, or do you think the Giants uh, never lose? I just, uh, the Giants end their season with the Padres, correct? Yeah. And the Dodgers have? The Dodgers have. Dodgers? Uh, uh, is it Colorado? You know, I'm not even sure who they finish with. I think it is Colorado. I mean, I, you know, in that situation, I know the Padres – would give everything they have. You know, and I mean, if you look at their record in the last uh, 50 games, I mean, they were cruising along in great shape, and I think they're like 18-31 and 31 yeah. in their last 49, 50 games. I mean, they've just fallen off the map. But then again, right now, it looks to me like, uh, you know, that lineup is starting to get a little better again. And I mean, they scored. Look at what they scored against the Dodgers last night, just to give you an idea. So I, you know, I look at it very, very pragmatically. You know, the Dodgers, the Dodgers will be favored against Wainwright. Wainwright hasn't looked good in his last two starts either. So I mean, I think it's going to be the, you know, the team that scares me the most of anybody in the National League are actually the Atlanta Braves right now. Uh, you know, they've got a third baseman that's like under the radar by the name of Riley. Awesome, really. Fantastic year. Yeah, they've got Jorge Soler. They got an all new outfield. You know, they they lost a bunch of guys, and they still have Freddie Freeman. And it looks like their rotation's actually coming together a little bit. So I mean, it, it's pretty wide open. But again, how do you overcome what the Dodgers have in that four that that pitching staff, starting pitching staff? Well, again, we'll see what happens uh, through this weekend. Folks, we're taping this at uh, about 4 o'clock on Thursday, last day of September in 2021. Uh, Julio Reyes is 19-3. All right, so he's supposed to pitch Saturday. Uh, is the 20-game thing a big deal? 
it's got to be for him. What about for the team? What happens if, uh, I mean, my point is. He's been more... totally overlooked for the Cy Young, in my opinion. But do they use him more than five innings uh, uh, or not, based on the fact that uh, one way or the other, the Dodgers are going to be in the playoffs, either a one-game well, playoff. Well, like the or... old days, Fred. I think you got to do some scoreboard watching on that one. You know, I mean, if you're still in the hunt to try to win the National League West, I think you might want to leave your, you know, your, your one of your aces in there. But if, if you know, they're in a position where they're two back and it's a Saturday night game and they have no chance of winning it, you know, I, I would definitely, I would definitely shut them down. I think Cor- Corbin Burns uh, uh, of uh, Milwaukee might win the uh, Cy Young Award because and I he's think he's had a great year. He's had but, an absolutely fantastic year. I mean, Milwaukee is another one of those ball clubs. You know, I mean, they've been under the radar. And then you've got the Cardinals. I mean, <laughs> the Cardinals absolutely scare me right now. Well, they're on a one-game losing streak. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. 17 in a row, and then they lose the game. That's a tough, tough game. Hey, by the way, today's National or International Podcast Day, Fred. Is it really? Yeah. That's tremendous. we're on one right now, aren't we? All right, so the bottom line here, right here on Believe Sports, Biz Sports Media, and, of course, Pod Clips, um, Otani basically says, or does say, if the Angels don't improve after next year, he's going to want out. Do you say that? I mean, uh, I mean... I actually do, because you know what? I'm tired of Artie Moreno with all this money that he supposedly has sitting back and not going out and getting a couple of great right arms or left arms. I don't care what kind of arm it is. Give me a... Two good starting pitchers. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous to waste the talent they have in their lineup. I mean, you're looking at generational stars. Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. I mean, it it is an absolute ludicrous joke that they can't come up. You know, and and I'm going to give Minosian the benefit of the doubt because you know he's not in charge of anything over there, bottom line. But, I mean, at a certain point in time, I feel like Joe Madden, and I thought I heard him. You know, I, I subscribe to the digital edition of the L.A. Times. I thought I heard him in the last couple of days kind of step out and say, hey, let's go. We need, we need to up, upgrade our pitching staff so that we can compete. I mean, look at what Seattle's doing, Fred. Nobody's even talked about Seattle, but they're making a run at the American League wild card out of nowhere. And if you look at their lineup, they have a bunch of people hitting under 200. Uh, Seager, Kyle Seager, has 35 home runs. He might be hitting 197. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. Uh, they're fun to watch. Uh, yeah, a lot of times on MLB Network, late night, not late night, late night your time, uh, we do get uh, uh, the Seattle games, and uh, certainly they're making a run at it, no question about that. Folks, you can email us at sportsfredatao.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. So in the end, one more time, do the Giants uh, stave off the Dodgers or do the Dodgers manage to tie the Giants where they'll meet in a one-game uh, series uh, uh, up in Northern California? I don't California? think that would behoove either team if they, if they actually tied for the pennant. I mean, that would just, that would just throw, throw another, you know, another uh, wrench in the, you know, <laughs> into the machine. I mean, I really think the Giants are going to wind up winning, and I think they're going to win by one game. And I think it's going to be a one-game playoff, and I think the Dodgers will come out on top of the one-game playoff. But what blows my mind is the two best teams in Major League Baseball, in my opinion, are going to play in the National League Division Series. I don't understand how that works. What else do you do? 
I mean, the point is, uh, if you have to have a if you if you have to have a wild card, the, the division should mean something. What's going on here is now that 162 games can be wiped out by a one-game loss. If can the I Dodgers... tell you the one thing that bothers me, Fred? Yeah. The fact that you only play seven games against other other uh, divisions, and you play 19 games against your own division. Right. You know, I think if you have a balanced schedule, you'd have a lot better chance of seeing who really is the better teams. And I understand the travel restrictions and the COVID-19 part of it. And, you know, I see why they're doing it. But seven games vis-a-vis 19, I mean, I'd rather see that be something like 16 and maybe 12. I think that would be more equitable. Folks, do you have any opinion on that? Uh, to me, uh, it, it doesn't really matter. In fact, I actually like it uh, because you get to know uh, the guys close to you. They get to know the guys in your division. You either knock them off or you don't. Uh, Artie's on the other side. Email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. We have to talk COVID. Uh, uh, LeBron uh, James says get vaccinated. Almost all the Lakers are, are vaccinated, everybody in the organization. Everybody on the Clippers is now vaccinated. But uh, the bottom line is you got a Kyrie Irving type and uh, others around the league who seem to think they know more than medical science. Any thoughts? So isn't it, isn't it, isn't it like a fact now that three cities have said, I think New York, San Francisco, and one other, that if you are not vaccinated, now this doesn't apply to visiting teams, but home teams, you cannot play in, in those games. If I, not, if I read that correctly? You read that correctly. And why shouldn't it also involve uh, opponents? Why shouldn't it involve uh, visiting players? That's what well, I'm trying to get at. What good is it? I'm figuring that out. I mean, what good is make it? the damn thing, you know, universal or not. I mean, I, I still, you know, the, and, and whatever happened to the concept of herd immunity? You know, we talked about that. Now you have 90% of the NFL, 90% of uh, NBA. They're saying it's even higher in Major League Baseball. Why are so many people coming down with COVID if they've been vaccinated completely? Well, because it makes it a less powerful illness. Uh-huh. So, it, so it, it, it diminishes the ability to get, die from it, but you still get the the, the, the bug. Well, there's no guarantee. I mean, obviously, and no, also I, I, I think... there's 88,000 cases, right? <laughs> no, I think percentage-wise also, uh, uh, if you take the uh, vaccination, it's probably harder for you to give it to somebody else, and that's a key. That really is, a, is key a key to me. That's a key because, I mean, the way this world is going now, everybody just thinking of themselves and at least in that circumstance, uh, do the right thing and and get and get vaccinated. And, uh, you know, you know, you got people believing out there that um, if you get uh, if you take the shot, you'll end up a dwarf or something. I mean, my point is, in 20 years, uh, you'll turn into a I I don't know what. Well, my, uh, that's insane. Well, at 145, I really don't matter what's going to happen with me. <laughs> no, the, I mean, it, 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 it's so, it, the conspiratorial theory, theories are, 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 are driving me nuts because it's like you can't be that stupid to really think that, but, uh, you well, know, people Brad, are believing that. let me tell you what's been going on in the American educational system over the last 30 years. Okay, no question. When they talk about the dumbing down of America, that is not a fallacy. 
I don't think there's any question about that either. Okay, um, folks, you can email us, sportsfredao.com, sportsfred at aol.com. All right, how about the Rams uh, this Sunday against uh, Arizona, the Cardinals? Cardinals don't show much of a defense. Rams do show much of a defense. But the Rams, uh, coming off a, a, a big victory against Tampa Bay, maybe slightly down. Murray's awfully tough. Darnold will try to catch him. Rams a slight favorite at home, I think four, four and a half. Who do you like in that one? I think the Rams will win by seven. I still have not sold on the Cardinals yet. Um, what a great weekend for, for college football and professional football, the NFL. I mean, you got some wonderful matchups on Saturday as well, Fred. I mean, you got you got three Southern California high school stars playing quarterback for Ole Miss, Alabama, and Georgia. And the Pac-12 can't get any respect anywhere. SC's 48th in the country, and UCLA's having a great year, but they're, they're rated 20th in the country. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, it, it just blows my mind. But I'll tell you one thing. Stafford is the real McCoy. Well, he's played well. But, you know, I think yesterday, uh, I think Wednesday in the uh, Daily News, they've got some question about saying, uh, most valuable player. We played three games out of seventeen, no, and they were already yeah, and they were all, with a with a with a headline, you know. Like uh, I'm not disagreeing that he's played exceptionally well, but we're talking three games out of seventeen. You know, let's see what happens the rest of the way. I mean, he could be. I have to agree with you there. I mean, you saw the start Russell Wilson got off to last year. He was the MVP after the first ten weeks. No question. But but you know, then all of a sudden. The offensive line started breaking down, and it was, you know, Ben Gazzara run for your life for Russell Wilson. <laughs> it was not a pretty picture the last two months. So, yeah, that's a little premature, in my opinion, for sure. All right, so the Raiders are a Super Bowl contender. Okay, so I'm kidding, folks. Uh, <laughs> they faced the Chargers on Monday Night Football. Another should be a uh, big one. I think the Chargers will win. Herbert, to me, in the second year, I mean, I, I think he's already shown – what kind of quarterback he can be, and uh, I think the the Chargers. He's going to be he's going to be the next coming of the goat, Tom Brady. The kid has every ability. He throws passes that if you look at the old passing tree, you know that deep the deep dig route down the middle. It's thirty yards, and you got you know you're back eight yards, so you're throwing a thirty eight yard pass. Most guys have to put a little touch on it that kind of goes up and loops down. He zips it in there. I mean. I watched some of the passes he threw last week. I mean, the guy's got an arm on him. I mean, I haven't seen anybody wing the ball with that kind of success since Brett Favre. I, no, I agree. I, I, I totally agree. Another big one, um, uh, Green Bay coming off a 30-28 uh, to 28 victory over San Francisco to the 49ers. Now the 49ers at home against Seattle. What would be the odds of Kansas City and Seattle being 1-2 and two after three games, both of them? All right. How about 1-3? <laughs> no, okay, so Seattle's a three-point underdog. Who do you like? I definitely like the 49ers in that game. Um, I just think Shanahan, he has this innate ability. You know, and, and, and yes, he got beat by, by one of the great quarterbacks of all time. You know, and, and again, I've always, I've always rebelled against that prevent yourself from winning defense, which, you know, the, I found the 49ers in that loose zone. You can't do that. You saw what happened in, in Detroit. Where, you know, Lamar Jackson finds the guy wide open. You know, they kick a 66-yard. You cannot, you cannot play 
aggressive defense the whole game, and then at the very end, sit back and hope that they don't complete a pass. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in football, and I've watched brilliant football coaches fall into this trap over the years. So you think Brian Kelly's a better coach than Newt Rockney? <laughs> He's got more wins, Fred. He certainly doesn't have more national championships. Saturday, the dude, uh, had, the dude had three. <laughs> Saturday, uh, he faces his uh, uh, his uh, institution of higher learning, where he uh, got the Notre Dame job, University of Cincinnati. Cincinnati's playing That's awfully right. well. Who wins, Cincinnati at the Irish? Well, part of me really wants to see Cincinnati play well because I've been fighting for this, you know, the the non Power Five conferences to be able to be a chance, you know, to get in this, which is one of the reasons why. I don't like a 12-team a playoff, but I do like the concept of an 18-team playoff so that, you know, you can at least get these other conferences who are conference champions to be represented. But, you know, I just don't think it's going to happen at Notre Dame. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, you know, I think the wrong team's favored there. I also think the wrong team's favored in the Wisconsin game. Wisconsin, you know, they're going to play old-fashioned Big Ten three yards in the cloud of dust Woody Hayes football. So, I mean, but I'll tell you what impressed me last week was the Notre Dame defense in the fourth quarter against Wisconsin. They showed up, and it proved to me one more time why the Big Ten has trouble. If you can get ahead of their their teams, they have trouble passing the ball down the field other than Ohio State. In Ohio State, the first game of the year, I watched C.J. Stroud. I I saw him, you know, limbering up his shoulder, and, and I'm like, what's wrong with him? Well, He's but he's going to miss two games now because of a bad right shoulder, and you know they've got three other really great quarterbacks in that program. So I, I'm trying to figure out why you would start a quarterback who has a bad shoulder. <laughs> Finally, before we go, right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media, and also heard on Pod Clips, uh, UCLA is finally not on the Pac-12 network. They're home Saturday night, 7:30 Pacific. I actually used to watch them. 10:30 your time. <laughs> Uh, they're the slight favorite over Arizona State. Who wins that one? You know, I'm a huge fan of both these quarterbacks. Uh, DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson's awesome. This kid, Jalen uh, Daniels, good. from Cajon High School, he's another yeah. one. Yeah. That's going to be one heck of a football game. I have a funny feeling. This is just a feeling. I think it's going to come down to who has the ball last, and it's going to be three points one way or the other. I agree with you. It's going to be a very close game, and I hope I can even stay up till 10.30. you got to stay up to 1.30 <laughs> in the morning at 125 years of age. Uh, you have a final word right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media? Hey, have a great, great October, everybody. And uh, the most important thing I can tell you is you got the best part of the season coming up. You're going to have Major League Baseball, the, the hunt for October. you got the NFL coming in. Great college football. It's a good time to be a sports fan. And hopefully we'll have the sports universe. With that said, Scott, very much. Thank you. Uh, Art, thank you very much. And we'll see you around the corner right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Always love it, Fred. Thank you.